Bama, Georgia could be, it, that's what it's going to be. And it, it's going to be delicious in Atlanta. Um, everybody seems to believe that Georgia's the favorite. I don't look at it like that, Tom. I think Bama's better. I think Bama is slightly better than Georgia. Um, let's see. I, I think it's a toss-up right now. Okay. I, I still think there are flaws w- with Alabama offensively. I mean, they don't have a first-rounder in the passing game. True. I think that's the biggest thing. They have a guy that's getting better. They have a guy that's improving, but he's not a, he, he's not a natural gifted passer. And so it's not always going to look the way it looked with Tua or look the way it looked with Bryce or even Jalen. Right, right. And so – Georgia, although they may not have a running threat at quarterback, does have a natural passer and has come up with ways to work around the absence of Brock Bowers, getting Ladd McConkey back, having Ra Ra Thomas, having uh, Rosemary Jack Saint. Uh, those guys have really risen to the occasion. And then, you know, obviously, I, I think Alabama right now is a better defensive team. I think, I think they're more disruptive. Mm-hmm. I think they have the ability to create more plays on the opposite side of the line of scrimmage. So I might give a slight edge there. Um, but from a roster profile standpoint, I mean, it's clear that Alabama and Georgia are better than everybody else in the league. Well, all right, Tom Luganville on the Out of Bounds Show. Lugs, what about where are you right now when you size up Michigan and Ohio? J.J. McCarthy can play. Um, oh, yeah, he's a dude. Uh, he is a dude. Now, I know what's going on. I think it's a bunch of nonsense. You could We could agree to disagree, but without getting – into that if, if just lining up and playing who do you like better michigan or ohio state luke's um i i think michigan is the most consistent football team and I, the reason why i say that is, is three things they've got elite players all right so they've got great talent and personnel they are one of the least penalized teams in the in the country and they are one of the least uh turnover heavy teams they don't give the ball to the other team so when we've seen a lot of talented teams get in dogfights this year, look at, look at what that team that was supposed to be more talented, look at what they probably did. Go check out the box score. Go see if they have 11 penalties. Go see if they turn the ball over three times, right? Go see if they were 2-10 and 10 on third down. That's where Michigan's been different, and it's why they haven't been in close games. So for me, I think that's what gives Michigan the edge. Okay. And Florida State, do you think they run it? I think that they are the most talented team and have the ability to do it because the conference has fallen apart. Remember the first four weeks of the season? North Carolina, Syracuse, yep. Miami, Florida State, Duke, all undefeated, right? And the thing was rolling. Duke gets injured at quarterback. Um, Syracuse has fallen apart. Miami implodes. Uh, NC State's coming on late. Um, uh, and then, you know, I think you've got Louisville as the biggest threat. And I think North Carolina to some degree because they can score – could be a threat, but they don't play in the regular season. So I think a lot of the same pressure that's on Texas is now on Florida State. Yeah, and they haven't been in that situation either, Norvell. Yep. So Norvell, Kiffin, haven't been in that situation. Saban, Smart, Harbaugh, I guess Ron Day, they've all been in it. Uh, yeah. Okay. As as we're mar- and then and then you got Washington hanging out west, right? Yes. You, you feel yep. you feel good about them. Well, I feel good about them finishing out, yes, but I don't think that they can beat Oregon if they play them in the conference championship game. I don't think there's any comparison between the two teams right now. I right. think Oregon's the top three team in the country. Okay. The way they're playing. If you look at how look at the trajectory of Oregon and the trajectory of Washington since that game was played. Opposite directions. Yeah. 
And Penix hurt his ribs and all that. Okay, I got you. But but it, it, it will be interesting if, if Dan Lanning can, in coach game day decisions, can do it. Because DeBoer's better than him as a game day coach, Tom. Uh, in yeah, my I, opinion. I think he's, yeah, and uh, again, um, you know, you could say that some of the game day decisions, although they were aggressive and I applaud that, uh, one at least one of the three that were crit- criticized in that first contest I think was warranted. The other two were, you know, probably a little bit reckless and it cost them. So I, I can see you taking that perspective easily. Okay. Tom Luganville on the Out of Bounds show. I'm going to throw out some names to you as mm-hmm. possible replacements in Startville. And I'd okay. like for you to go, uh, I like it, maybe, or pass, or whatever you're comfortable with saying. Okay. okay? Um, Tom Herman. Pass. Why? Um, I think he might be a guy that's better suited for the group of five level. Okay. Okay. Um, Jeff trailer, UT San Antonio. Oh, I'd take him. I think he's really good. Okay. Really, really good. Uh, Jamie Chadwell. Mm. Mm. That's a push for me. I think I could take it or leave it. I, uh, you know, to do some of the things they're doing offensively, the power five level, I think you'd have to have different personnel. Um, you'd have to have, you'd have to be really, really good up front, I think. So, uh, listen, the guy's been successful everywhere he's been, so I would probably say yes. Okay, you'd make Leipold or somebody like that say yes or no. I don't think he would yeah, come. Leipold Leip- would be huge. Yeah, um, I think Willie Fritz is special at Tulane. Um, People are kind of hung up on 63 years old and could he really yeah, worth the portal? Yeah, I know. Well, I know they're pretty dang good. Right. No, and, I'm with uh, you. Yeah, if they I don't mean, screw it up, they're going to go to the New Year's six two years in a row. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know how much you know about this guy, but I've been reading on him nonstop. Um, he's still young, but sometimes you got to say, what the hell, at a Mississippi State. G.J. Kahn at Texas State. Oh, G.J. Kinney. Yeah. Kinney. Yeah, G.J. Kinney. Um, I think I, I love it. Um, it might be a little premature because it's only year one. But you talk about a guy that's done an unbelievable job at the transfer portal. Like, he's got like 50 or 60 new players. 53, Luke. So I was yeah, reading Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done a great job. That great was the best class they've ever – he got it in like three weeks. Best class yeah. they've ever had. Yeah, he did a remarkable job. And he was successful at Incarnate Word. So, you know, uh, and you're right. I think, you know, that type of offense, that style of play – it's something that's probably needed there. Okay. So I've been butchering that for the last week and nobody's corrected me. Thanks <laughs> to our listeners. And it takes Tom Luganville. So it's G.J. Kinney. And yep. his coach in high school was Jeff Trailer, who can yep, also right. coach You're his exactly you-know-what right. all. So, yep. Tom Luganville, you were great. Uh, we'll talk next week. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks, man. Tom Luganville, National College Football Analyst with ESPN. If you missed anything today, including um, Jason is on top of – the world. His Ole Miss Rebels are 8-1. and 8-1 and one going to Athens, Georgia to take on them Georgia Bulldogs. And First time we get Kirby Smart in lane train. Unreal. Uh, that interview was driven by your next Ford F-150 at Mack Hike Ford um, in Jackson. National Nachos Day. Enjoy the nachos. And in, uh, ooh, Bulldog Burger. That's what I'm talking about. Pork Belly and Chorizo Nachos at Bulldog Burger, Lake Harbor, and Ridgeland. Start Bon Tupelo. We'll see you tomorrow.